0: It's Mark K. from The Mark K. Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K. Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. You've heard Mark K. filling in on The Herman Kane Show. Now he's on every day at 11 a.m. This is The Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. So um, I got my son into violent video games at the wrong time because apparently that's going to be the next thing to go. First it's the guns, then it's the fake guns. Uh, President having a big meeting, big meeting, huge, huge meeting today at the White House at 2 o'clock with all these uh, video, video game, you know, and I guess this is the natural, uh, natural progression of how these things. First, there's a horrific and awful school shooting where a lot of people, uh, innocent children are killed. And that happened on the 14th of February, as we know here in Florida. Then you get the, the initial blame, which is to the shooter itself. But that lasts, you know, a very short amount of time. Then you get to the NRA and the guns itself. The guns itself. And which we spent, I mean, we've spent. Days discussing at length the NRA, their involvement, the boycotts. You remember all of this stuff. Do guns actually kill people or do people kill people? How old should you have to be to buy? And then you had Dick's Sporting Goods and everyone else saying, you know what? We're no longer we're no longer going to sell these violent uh, weapons to anyone under the age of 21. However, Uh, after, after all that said and done, there's still no action being taken and Congress hasn't really moved to do anything. And so you have to move on to the, you have to keep it in the headlines. And so today the president is going after the video game makers or inviting them to the white house for an open discussion on how violent video games affect young people and old people. I mean, a video, game. a lot of people play video games who aren't just kids. And I think that's one of the misconceptions about the video game industry. You know, I was talking this morning with uh, with some people about video. There's this one game in particular that my son is really into. He's 11 years old, and he comes home about two weeks ago, and he goes, Daddy, can, uh, can I download this game Fortnite? And I go, I've never heard what even is – I don't even know what that is. He goes, it's all my kids, all my friends at school play Fortnite, and they always talk about it, and I don't know what it is. Can I play Fortnite? So I go on that the Xbox and I read a, bit, a little bit about it and I see what it's about and yeah there's shooting and bombs but they say there's no blood there's no exploding heads there's no graphic violence there's no uh you know prostitution or smoking or anything like that it's just a bunch of people in cool outfits out shooting each other and when they get shot they just basically die uh, you know there's an, it's like almost like the Star Wars when you when you play Star Wars Battlefront is a battle yeah you can you can shoot a stormtrooper and he'll die but he won't bleed Stormtroopers apparently do not bleed, they just die. Or if they bleed, they bleed inside those big white suits and you can't really, can't really see anything. So I, you know, so to me, it was not uh, super violent, it was very cartoonish and animated, and it looked like fun. Plus, if he's doing it with his friends, I'm all for it, and here's why. Nowadays, when kids play video games together, they don't actually do it together. You know, when I was a kid and I wanted to play uh, Super Mario Brothers, for example, or even before that, Pac-Man or Space Invader, any of those things on the Atari 2600, if I wanted to play with my friends, I had to go to their house because they had all the cool video games. I didn't. Uh, you know, I'd have to walk over there or ride my bike and sit down. We'd have to be in the same room. We'd have to talk to each other, that kind of thing. Nowadays, you put on your headphones with the built-in headset microphone. You plug it right into the computer. You can play with all your friends, and they can be at their homes. And they don't have to come to my house to hang out with my kid. They can all sit at their houses uh, eating their own food, making their own messes. I don't have to drive anyone anywhere. It's phenomenal. And they're still interacting socially. That's This is how I sell it to myself and to my wife so i go Sure, download the game he finds his friends on there and they start playing and soon i realize that there's another benefit to this game fortnite because if you're not familiar with the game you play in a squad of four people and you play all together and your job as a squad is to stay alive longer than any of the other 100 some odd people that are on this island and so you work together. You, uh, if somebody gets injured, somebody else in the squad can go and give them bandages. If somebody else loses a weapon or runs out of bullets, someone on the squad, it's their job to say, here, take some of my bullets because we're all in this together. When you attack, you go and attack as a unit. And when you retreat, you also retreat uh, as a unit. And, and you're learning team-building skills. You're learning how important it is to stay together with your friends and work together and help each other out toward a common goal. So and this is how the optimist in me is selling this video game because it's awesome. And so my son gets down there and he starts shooting these rando people all over the Internet. And his friends are screaming in the headset. I hear him yelling and and laughing and they're just having a blast. And then, you know, one of his friends gets killed and someone else is like, oh, you stink. So it, it's a lot of fun. Well, the other day, my, I'm sitting in my office and I'm typing up stuff for the show. And my son comes in. And he goes, Daddy, Daddy, guess what? And I go, what? And he goes, I was playing Fortnite, and I got my first kill. And at my first reaction was to go, that's amazing, congratulations. And then I thought to myself, man, in this day and age, should I be congratulating my son for coming in and saying, daddy, I got my first kill? And, you know, I thought to myself, am I desensitizing him to because at one, you know, in in one moment I'm showing him the news and I'm explaining to him what went on in Parkland. And I'm saying, hey, look, this is this kid had access to these guns and he went to school and this happened. And, you know, it's not going to happen in your school, rest assured. And we have security in place and it's a rarity. You shouldn't be afraid. And then, of course, I'm congratulating him for getting his first kill on a video game. So there is a lot of there's a lot of back and forth. There is a lot of what's the right move here. Our video game, But, you know, again, it's not like I never played violent video games. I sure did. And I also never killed anybody. I watched a ton of violent movies. Die Hard. I, wa- I must have watched Die Hard over. In fact, I remember there was a hurricane when I was growing up in North Carolina. And we lost cable. We had electricity, but we didn't have any cable, so we couldn't watch TV. And the only VHS tape I had was Die Hard. So I watched that thing over and over again for four days before the cable came back on. And I never once, you know, ran around a building shooting Germans. I just, you know, I never had the opportunity. But also, if I did, I probably wouldn't do it unless, of course, it was it was for for life or death. So now I'm thinking to myself, are video games really an issue? Uh, You know, are they something that that is going to have an adverse effect or is it something totally different? You know, And and I like to sit there and and explain to my kid what's going on and watch with him. And I understand who he's interacting with. I don't let him play with anyone that he doesn't know personally or that I don't know personally. But again, I have a lot of free time on my hands. And I understand a lot of parents don't do that. They turn on the Xbox or the PlayStation or whatever. And that's the babysitter for the kid. And you don't know who they're interacting with. You don't know what they're learning. You don't know what words they're hearing. All that kind of stuff. 340 1045. We got some open mics about this meeting today because uh, a lot of folks, I know you're in the same boat. If you're a parent, your kids probably, whether it's at your house or someone else's, are going to come in contact with video games. If you're a college student, in fact, uh, one of my son's friends has a sister in college. She called her brother, who's 11 years old the other day, and spent an hour on the phone with him because she had to learn how to play Fortnite. She had to learn how to play this video game because all her friends in college, that's all they're doing. Which, again, when I was in college, last thing I was doing was playing video games, so... You know, I, again, I have to feel like, wow, times have really changed. <laughs> Maybe they're playing it blackout drunk, and that's why she can't figure it out. I don't know. 340-1045. Here's, uh, here's one of the open mic messages we got about this.
1: With regard to video games, while, yeah, I think the violence is part of the problem, they already have a rating system, and no additional regulation is going to change that. The bigger problem is a generation of kids with no idea between reality and entertainment, uh, no ability to resolve disputes. Without becoming violent, and parents who are too busy trying to be their friends instead of being parents.
0: Uh, he summed up a lot of problems in one open mic. That's the beauty of open mics, man. If you if you get to the point, you can get a lot of information in there. Uh, and he's right. There's there's several, a couple things he touched on. First of all, there is a rating system. Uh, whether parents choose to ignore it or not is their own is their own fault. However, it may have adverse reactions on your on my kid, or some other kids. Uh you know you're you're sure you may be a bad parent and let your kid watch bad video games but then when your kid goes to school with my kid we're also uh you know we're we're also feeling some of the effects of that the second thing he said there is that kids for some reason some of them can't differentiate between entertainment and reality why is that why does that happen why and that's and that's true for whatever reason there's kids that can't differentiate between uh reality and fiction I, I don't know if maybe they don't have a religious upbringing where they're not taught to to love thy neighbor and and you know and, you know think about others and and you need to realize that we're all one in God's eye and and you know all that other great stuff I mean you know I take my kids to church every week you know they go to they. my kids know more about the Bible than I do and I have to think that maybe that helps them differentiate between uh, reality and and uh, and and uh, fiction. Also, they know what I do for a living. <laughs> so so I always have to explain to them, no, 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 this is real and this is fake. Are you sure? Because the news said, I know what the news said. Don't listen to the news, except on News 1045 WOKV. D- but listen to what Daddy says, because Daddy knows. one oh four five. this is Francis and Fernandina. How you doing, Francis? Uh, not too bad today. I, I listen to your show, uh, every morning when I'm in my vehicle. Well, Francis, and, I uh, appreciate that. I really do.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I, I've had a, um, a, a feeling for a number of years that mm-hmm. these video games and the violence we see in the movies and on TV has actually been a uh, contributing factor to a lot of the violence that we've seen. You think in so? Our country. And, uh, when I grew up, I grew up in. I was born in 1950. I started. My parents got their first TV when I was about eight, and uh, I started watching the Donna Reed Show, Father Knows Best, uh, Leave It to Beaver.
0: No, I got it. All the Naked I, Night classics. I get it.
2: Yeah, I grew up thinking that life was really sweet and wonderful, and being married and being a father. And and trust me, I'm a I'm a, I'm a I love being a father. Right. But. The TV and the video, the movies and stuff, they—it's it, almost like uh, 1984. They—they're—they're they're brainwashing that kids. They—they've desensitized them, and I've been telling people this for about 20 years.
0: But let me ask that you this: But here's the thing, because I don't—you know—maybe I'm not in the same uh, generation you are, but I grew up watching shows like The A Team. And on the A-Team, every single series, they all had machine guns and they all shot bolt. Bull- now, nobody died for whatever reason. They were horrible shots. Right. They were like the worst marksmen in the world. These guys were apparently an elite trained unit of military experts, but they couldn't hit the side of a barn with an M-16 for whatever reason. <laughs> and yeah, I know. Every uh- week, they fired off round after round after round and nobody died. And I watched this religiously and I wanted to be Howlin' Mad Murdoch for Halloween or whatever. And for whatever reason, I never killed anybody. So why is it that some of us are able to take in this kind of content and not be adversely affected by it and others can't? Does anybody know? 340-1045. This is the Mark Show. We're now del- We're off the NRA. Now let's go after the video games. 340-1045. More of your phone calls coming up on News 1045 WOKV.
3: I certainly think there needs to be some type of censorship. You can't even sit down with your kids right now and watch a TV on regular programming without some same-sex people kissing or some words that shouldn't be said. And the Internet, social media, just way too much out there for all these kids to see and copy.
0: I'll tell you what, that's the one good thing about video games. I've never turned on a video game and seen same-sex kissing. I haven't played that game. Uh, maybe that's just at a different level. Maybe I'm not good enough yet uh, to get to that level. 3401045, president meeting today about the video games in this country and their effect on our kids. Are they to blame for these uh, school shootings that we get? Rob in St. Augustine, thanks for for uh, calling the Marques Show. How are you?
2: Not too bad. I just wanted to say uh, this whole video game thing, that's just ridiculous. I mean, my goodness, we've been playing games forever, and, Any adult that sits around with a kid for more than five minutes has to realize this is a two person job. I mean, how in the world are we going this long with these single parents and all? I mean, it's a two person job. It's not a damn video game.
0: So you think the it's mom and the dad. You think the problem is there's not enough parenting going on because there's single uh single adult households out there with uh, one parent and there's just nobody that's able to discipline the kid and that's why they go that's why and they're blaming the video games the guns but really it's the lack of parenting.
2: It's a To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, how many years now have we gone where the fathers just not important anymore? Just yeah. like your other caller said, you know, father knows best, father this, father that. We used to have an emphasis on fathers. Now there's no emphasis on fathers. Fathers, who cares? As long as you pay your child's for on time, that's all we care about
0: anymore. All right, that's a good point. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Although the Columbine shooters came from like suburban uh, households where they had a mom and a dad and everything basically handed to them as well. So, you know, it's not in every case. But, I mean, that, that definitely is a problem. Like, look, I'm there when my kid's playing first-person shooter games with his friends. And I'm there to explain to him the difference between right and wrong and say, okay, you can play this game because there's no blood and you realize that these are fake weapons and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, and then I can take him to church on Sunday and then we can, you know, read the Bible together. we can do all this great stuff. Um, yeah, I, I get that I'm there trying to teach him the difference between right and wrong and, uh, and re- reality and fiction. And I guess some kids just don't have that, don't have that, uh, that ability. Uh, Rich from Jacksonville, how are you? Oh, not too bad. Great show. Oh, thanks um, Rich. what did you want to say?
3: I just think there's a lot of lack of discipline and, what parents are allowing their kids to watch and play. I mean, I grew up back in the sixties and the seventies. We got to go outside all day and play. If you yeah. got in trouble, you got your butt sank.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Talk about violence. Back then, it was your your parents whooping up on you. Three, four, oh, ninety-five, ninety-five. You know, there's. It can't just be video games. It can't just be video games because there's other games that you play outside that are just as violent. And I'm not just talking about football. You guys ever go to a paintball uh, party? Man, I'll tell you what. That'll mess with your head, especially if you get hit. 340-1045. More of your phone calls and your open mics coming up on the Marque Show on News 1045 WOKV. There's a TV news report. I'm not going to name any names, but he says tariffs and terrorists the same exact way. And all day I'm watching him going, why is the president ordering stronger terrorists? But then I realized he's saying stronger tariffs. And, uh, he's got a, definitely needs a little, definitely needs a little help with his, uh, with his uh, addiction. And hey, what's up, everybody? I'm K. 3401045 This is the K. Show, and we're talking about video games because well, the president, speaking of strong tariffs, is is uh, inviting a whole bunch of video game makers to the White House today and a bunch of other people from the Parents Television Council and, and other groups uh, to talk about the influence of violence and video games and violent video games on kids, and do they somehow have an effect working hand in hand with the NRA and the rap music and everything else on, on turning our kids into violent killers. Three 4 got a ton of open mics on this
1: i agree with the meeting towards the video game violence media violence yes there's already ratings on it but it doesn't mean that half of the parents in today's generation actually adhere to buying their children something that is 18 and up if the kid wants it today's day and age the kid gets it every single kind of mentality that we have today is Get what you want for your kids and your kids get away with whatever they want. That's why we have half of the problems we do with school, responsibility, respect, etc.
0: It's always the parents' fault for spoiling their kids. They spoil their kids rotten. They get them whatever they want. And if they want to play Grand Theft Auto, they play Grand Theft Auto. And Grand Theft Auto is not the kind of game. Here's the thing. I'll let my kid play Fortnite because I've seen it. I know what's in it. Uh, it's somewhat violent, but it, to me, it's cartoonish violence. A game like Grand Theft Auto... You know, if you're 21 and up and you want to play uh, this video game where you're you're kidnapping people and and going to strip clubs and, you know, sleeping with prostitutes and beating them up and taking their money and all that stuff has come up as things that happen in Grand Theft Auto. And and rest assured, that's probably something that's going to happen uh, when Donald Trump meets with the makers of that video game later today. But, you know, if, if you're an adult and you do that, I mean, that's that's like going to a, a horrible movie or an R rated movie or an NC-17 movie. And if you're an adult, you have that choice. And I agree that as a responsible parent, you should not be buying and letting your kids play that kind of game. But at the same time, uh, how much can you legislate parenting? You know, are you going to is Walmart going to stop selling video games to kids that are under the age of 21? You know, if you're like 18 and you want to go buy a video game, but it's it's deemed too violent by somebody at Walmart, are they not going to sell it to you anymore? Are they not going to sell you the Xbox? Because the Xbox is the gun, if you think about it. The Xbox is the gun that's poisoning the minds of our children. The PlayStation is the gun that's poisoning the minds of our station. The, uh, the video games are just the bullets. So if Walmart and I guess Dick Sporting Goods doesn't sell that kind of stuff, but Target, if they now want to help, uh, you know, be a solution, they should stop selling video game consoles to anyone under the age of 21, unless, of course, you're in the military. Because that seems to be the uh, the one stipulation. Three four zero one zero four five. This is oh, on, wrong. Matt. This is Matt in Jacksonville. Matt, thanks so much for holding and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you, Matt? You still there? Look, I thanked him for holding before I answered the phone. I should have answered the phone first because he wasn't able to hold Blake in Jacksonville. How's it going, Blake? Hey, I'm doing okay.
3: Mark, thanks for taking my call. Great show. Oh, thanks. You, you kind of, ma- you kind of just made my, my point. And the last, uh, open mic as well, it is about parental accountability. They added ratings to video games years ago for this very reason. But when my kids were younger, they didn't play Call of Duty. They played age appropriate games. You know, they played the Michael Jackson experience <laughs> and the more cartoony stuff. <laughs> oh my Star God. Wars.
0: I love that game. I love that game. The Michael Jackson experience was great.
3: Yeah, it was awesome, and that's the stuff they played as they got older and wanted to play stuff like Call of Duty. We played the ones that you could turn off the gore, yeah, and turn off the foul language, and play. They played with me, you know. Now they're teenagers, and you know they play regular Call of Duty now with me. But, but yeah, that's the whole point: is the the parents don't even care; they'll buy something that's rated eighteen and up, or they'll let them watch something that's rated MA on TV without even a thought it's just you know they just let it go
0: yeah and the other problem is you have parents that that don't say you know that don't limit the amount of time they play too because you know i tell people yeah my kids have an ipad or they're on you know the xbox and they go oh that's going to ruin them and i go no because they get 30 minutes and then i take it away and if they're and if they try to sneak it or get it you know we have we make sure that they know this is a limited opportunity it's not something that you can just live and die by uh, you know, yeah, you you need to make sure that all those all those are in position. But you're absolutely right about that. Uh, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. Rebecca in Jacksonville, how are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How you doing?
0: Doing great, Rebecca. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What's your take on this whole thing?
1: Well, I think I have an interesting perspective because I am a mother and I play violent video games. Oh wow! The two don't mix.
0: Best <laughs> mom ever, man. Let me tell you that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, some of my favorite games are like the Mass Effect trilogy and the Assassin's Creed and there's some of the most violent video games on the market right but my kids don't watch me period right they don't watch me play they don't they don't and and i don't play them I don't play them in front of them and they won't watch they won't play the games until they're at least old enough to understand we don't stab people in the neck right and it's just you know it's just common sense these games are, are rated have ratings, don't give them to your kids. It's that simple.
0: I mean, it's just like movies, too. My wife and I, we'll go in the bedroom, and we'll close the door, and we'll watch all kinds of... You know, we'll even watch Dateline, which... And when the kids walk in, and I have to put hit pause quickly, because all that's about murder. Or we'll watch yeah. some, you know, whatever... whatever. The Walking Dead. How many people watch Walking Dead late at night when their kids are asleep, because they don't want their kids getting scared by zombies? It's the same exactly. thing. You can play... Got,
1: we have a serious parenting problem in this country. Parents are too afraid to just take Take responsibility, be the parent, and say the big N word No.
0: Right. That's a good point. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate <laughs> glad, glad that's the word you were talking about. I uh, wonder is Donald Trump gonna bring all the parents to the White House. That's what he should do. If Donald Trump really wants to like forget the video game companies, forget the NRA, forget the, the Congress people, get all the parents in the world in the White House, sit down and tell them what's what. And don't tell them that don't do the televised Donald Trump press conference where you tell all the parents what you think we want to hear. And you tell all the parents, hey, here's you know, let's have an open discussion. Do the do the back, uh, you know, behind closed doors, Oval Office s whole countries, Donald Trump and get every parent in a room and say, we've got problems. Your kids all suck. Here's why. Go fix it. Uh, and talk to me later. And your all your kids are all s hole countries. Three, four, oh. One zero four five Nate in Jacksonville. How you doing? I'm doing right. All right. Hi, are You, Mark. I'm doing good, man. Thanks for calling. What you want to say, Nate?
3: Well, I, I don't think the problem is necessarily the video games or the guns. Um, it does stem from the parents, but the real problem is, is in this country we quit teaching our kids the difference between right and wrong. And I mean, you touched on it earlier. You said you sit down with your kids and you say, okay, well, you don't do this just because they're doing it in the video game, and then you take them to church on Sunday, and you teach them the difference between what's right. And what's wrong, you know, and I try to teach my kids, hey, you, you don't do the right thing because you're going to get praised and you don't do the wrong thing, not do the wrong thing because you're going to get caught. You do the right thing because it's right and you don't do the wrong thing because it's wrong.
0: Right. Or wrong. Right. Yeah, I no, I understand what you're saying. That's a great, you know, it boils down to this. Eventually, we're going to run out of things to take away. Okay, we can first we can take away the guns. Then we can take away the video games. What are you going to get? The movies have to go next, then TV, then the Internet, then rap music, which, I mean, Tipper Gore has been trying to take what rap music away for like decades. It just doesn't work. Rap music, it, the, the more you try to take it away, the stronger it gets. It's going to be after nuclear war, there's going to be cockroaches and they're all going to be rapping about the police because that's it, it's an amazing thing. You could actually take a rap album and call it. Do not buy this under any circumstances. And it would be a number one bestseller. Swear to God, that's how that works. But the fact of the matter is, maybe eventually we should realize that taking things away is not the problem, and maybe we should start instead of subtracting things from our children's lives and subtracting things from our from our children's society and civilization, maybe we should start adding things back in, like religion, you know, like like peaceful religion, I guess I should point out, you know, take your kids to church, read them the Bible or whatever book you want to read them. Teach them that, hey, life is precious and life is a gift and we're here to love each other and help each other and and, you know, read them some of the sermons or give them a self-help book or, you know, chicken soup for the soul, whatever it is, let them play the video games, let them watch whatever movies you want. But you have to you have to give them balance. Everything's balanced. Right. So add some of that back in with the religions out of the schools. OK, as a parent, you got to you got to get it in there somewhere. Gun safety. That's another thing. We don't teach kids about gun safety. We give them the video games. Uh, we let them shoot people. We let them watch TV. Do you ever sit down and show your kid what a gun looks like and how damaging and destructive it really is and the proper ways to do it and what a safety is and what recoil is and why you should never, ever, ever, ever point a gun at anybody for any reason? Unless, of course, they're pointing a gun at you and trying to take your life. What about respect for authority? We maybe add some of that back in there. Respect your teachers. Respect your principals. Respect the police. Respect the military. Respect the fo- What about that? What if instead of taking away guns and video games and movies and music, we added in religion and gun safety and respect for authority? And charity. What about, you know, when I was a kid, I was a Boy Scout, and we were mandated to do a certain amount of charity. We had to go work in soup kitchens. We had to raise money. We had to go build shelters. We did all kinds of stuff. And you know, I don't know that made me a better person in the long run, but I don't I don't imagine it made me any worse, is all I'm saying. Three four oh one oh four five is the number. Three four oh one oh four five is the number. This is the Marquesse show. Got time for a few more phone calls next on News one oh four five WOKV. Very busy day for President Donald Trump. He's uh, having a cabinet meeting right now where he's lambasting sanctuary cities and the mayors that protect him. Talking about the DOJ taking action on uh, Oakland and other places. Also, uh, later on today, he's going to be apparently uh, raising some international tariffs on steel products, which, uh, you know, caused a lot of tumult in the White House. I mean, everything causes tumult in the White House these days. And then, of course, he's having a big meeting with video game developers and uh, and parents, uh, councils and other, you know, uh, politicians who are both uh, for and against uh, video game regulation regulation and they're going to talk about violent video games and how they affect our children and do they affect our children and are they an underlying cause to some of these violent acts we see our kids and uh, you know is is shooting somebody in a video game is that causing our kids to shoot people in real life 340-1045 this is Lori on the west side hi Lori. how are you fine good
4: i'd like to um pipe in on the video games and put a positive side on it.
0: Oh, pipe away. Let's hear we some positivity.
4: Have, we have Chuck Yeager's flying game for airplanes. He wrote a really good one where you can actually learn how to fly virtually different kinds of airplanes. Like an
0: like a simulator. Right. That's what they call it. Yeah. And
4: we have the virtual race driving games that are simulators. And you can play around with other people on the web.
0: Yeah. Dale Earnhardt. I remember I was uh, driving yep. the number three car around Daytona.
4: Yep. And then there's Chess. There chess. are a lot of really positive games. And then there, then there's ones that are very useful for uh, virtual using heavy equipment to move materials. Yeah. Um, then we have AutoCAD, which is a really good uh, engineering design game for those people that have that.
0: I'll tell you what. Here's another one. You know what? My daughter likes to play a game called Just Dance. There you which go. I I'll be not, personally, I almost had a heart attack playing this thing, but it's great exercise. Yep. And there's absolutely nothing violent about it. Some of the music sucks, well, but other than that, my
4: attitude is: is all the violent games is just simply a matter of of different kinds of marketing. Yeah. And if we as communities had the resolve, we could make the other material materials readily available through our libraries and our schools, and still compensate the people that that invented those
0: games. You know what we should do is we should have figured out a way that if you want to play like Call of Duty or if you want to play Grand Theft Auto first, you have to play a game of chess. And if you win at chess, then you can play the violent video game. That's a really that's a great idea. Hey, Lori, thanks so much for calling. And, you know, some of the violent video games, I go back to this Fortnite game that my kid plays with his friends. As I said before, it's it's him and three of his friends learning to work together to, uh, to you know, survive. And they've got to build stuff together. They've got to share their tools together. If somebody gets hurt or shot or injured or falls off a cliff, the other three have to go in and and, and put them all back together. Or suffer the consequences. And I'll tell you what, man, if you're playing Fortnite with your three best friends and you let one of them die because you're huddled in a, in a behind a tree trying to avoid getting shot, you will hear about it on the playground the next day. Rest assured. Three four zero one zero four five. Listen, uh, this has been a blast. No pun intended. We are going to uh, follow the president through his busy day, and we'll have more on this tomorrow on uh, Friday. I can't believe it's already here. This is the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. The news and Rush Limbaugh coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.